0: Well he bop biddy boop biddy boop biddy boo Well now where'd you come from? <laughs> Hello friends, I am your humble host back for a, a short and sweet extra edition of Sounds Like Radio. This is a sweet one, a short one, and it is you might call this a vast library of sound edition, but this is a Halloween program. Yes, a special Halloween show here on our vast library of sound. This is a short one, friends. What we've got for you is Bing Crosby telling the story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yes, Ichabod is its alternate title. That was the title character of the uh, story. And here Bing Crosby is not just going to sing in the songs, but he is going to tell you the Washington Irving story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I think this is a goodie, friends. This was originally done on two seventy-eights, on both sides of each 78, so uh, now you can hear it on an album or on a CD or, better yet, right here. <laughs> That's what we've got for you. Bing Crosby is here now to tell us the story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. I am your humble host in an extra edition of Sounds Like Radio's Library of Sound. Here's Bing Crosby.
1: If we could but journey back to that remote period in American history when the city of Manhattan was but a market town, we would discover in the bosom of one of those spacious coves which indent the shores of the Hudson, the little village of Sleepy Hollow. It was a quiet, peaceful place, and yet, somehow... ...foreboding. Indeed, Sleepy Hollow was famed far and near as a haunted spot, full of twilight tales and local superstitions. Now late, one drowsy autumn afternoon, a group of rustic lads had foregathered at the local tavern. In company with their leader, one Brown Bones, a burly, roistering blade, much given to practical jokes, but withal, quite the hero of the countryside. Brown was in the midst of one of his favorite stories, and you should have seen his face when he found his horse hanging from the church steeple. <laughs> 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 Why he carried on, odds, Bodkins! Brown's story was never finished. For down the street came a man of such outlandish appearance that every tongue in the village was soon set to wagging. Who's that coming down the street? Are they shovels? Or are they feet? Lean and lanky, skin and bone. With clothes a scarecrow would hate to own.
0: Yet he has a certain name. Flashy.
1: Debonaire and devil-maker. It's the new schoolmaster. What's his name? Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. (laughs) Well, the schoolroom became Ichabod's empire, over which he held absolute sway. Silence. Indeed, Ichabod was a conscientious man and ever bore in mind the golden maxim spare the rod and spoil the child. Peter, my boy, he'd say, this'll hurt me more than it does you. Bend over. Ow! Ow!
0: Ow!
1: Ow! Now, the pedagogue is generally considered a man of some importance in female circles. Ichabod was no exception. Indeed, he soon proved himself a man of many talents and, among other things, became the singing master in the village. Ladies, ladies, please, please, the pear-shaped tones I want, the mask project. Let me hear it. Observe, regarde. Me, 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 me. Further, Ichabod was kind of a local gazette, carrying the news from one household to the next, for the schoolmaster loved to gossip. Now, I wouldn't want this to go any further, ladies, but I happen to know. No, the, the very other...
0: idea. She didn't.
1: Oh, yes, she did. And what's more, it has come to my attention that on what. Oh, yes. When it came to the weaker sex, there could be no doubt of it. He's a town's ladies' man, gets around like nobody can. Of course it is
0: none other than
1: Ichabod, Ichabod Ichabod Crane. Now, Ichabod, being a man of letters, had a book, which he had read quite through, a treatise on New England witchcraft. A subject, by the way, upon which the schoolmaster considered himself quite an authority. And on long winter evenings, one could usually find him seated in a chimney corner, in some nearby farmhouse, regaling the good Dutch housewives with many marvelous tales of ghosts and goblins. It was a monstrous thing with great green eyes and gaping jaws. Slowly it crept upon the unsuspecting maiden. Suddenly she turned and... But if there was pleasure in this, it was dearly purchased by the terrors of Ichabod's walk homeward. For oftentimes, Brom Bones and his routers would lie in wait along some dark and gloomy road. And there concoct for the schoolmaster a dish of his own medicine. Listen, Lance. Here he comes. Ready. Now. Yet, these were but terrors of the night. Ichabod would have passed a pleasant enough life of it had his path not been crossed by a being that causes more perplexity than ghosts and goblins. And that was a woman. Katrina Van Tassel, daughter and only child of old Baltus Van Tassel, the richest farmer in the county. Ah, she was a blooming lass, ripe, melting, rosy-cheeked, but a bit of a coquette. For Katrina will kiss and run. To her, a romance is fun, with always another one to start. And yet, when you've met that little coquette, Katrina, you've lost your heart. Yes, one glance at this tempting morsel was quite enough to fill Ichabod's mind with many sugared thoughts and hopeful dreams. Ah, ah, Katrina, who can resist your grace, your charm? And who can resist your father's farm? Boy, what a layout. And though the schoolmaster was well aware he faced a formidable rival in the person of Brom Bones himself, still he was determined to win the fair Katrina for his own. Thus, when an invitation arrived to attend a Halloween frolic at the Van Tassel farm, Ichabod was in a transport of joy. Oh, Icky, oh, oh, you sly old dog. What is this power you have over women? Well, tonight's the night, boy. Just turn on the old charm and the fair Katrina and the farm are yours for the asking. And so nobly attired in his only suit of rusty black and mounted upon a borrowed steed, ...the schoolmaster set forth to win the hand of his lady fair. In all the countryside, there was nothing to equal a merrymaking... ...at mynheer Van Thassel's farm. Here, indeed, was the perfect field for Ichabod's endeavours. But beyond all his other talents, the schoolmaster prided himself upon his dancing not a limb, not a fiber about him was idle. And to see him in full motion, his loosely hung frame clattering about the room. <laughs> oh, you would think that St. Vitus himself was figuring before you in person. Ha, <laughs> ha, yeah. Ichabod was the man of the hour. He received the smiles of Katrina and the plaudits of the crowd. <clears throat> Brom Bones was forced to concede his rival a major victory. But as he watched the posturing pedagogue, Brahm's wily brain devised a plan he recalled a certain murky glen that lay between the Van Tassel farm and the village. It was through this dismal dell that the schoolmaster must pass on his homeward way that night. And Brom also recalled that there was no more firm and potent believer in things supernatural than Ichabod Crane. Thus, when the dance was over and talk among the guests had drifted around to the telling of weird and ghostly tales, as was the custom on Halloween, Brom Bones was ready with the most gruesome tale of all, the story of the headless horseman. Now, this dread specter, as the country folk well knew, was the dominant specter that haunted Sleepy Hollow. Indeed, he was the top brass in the spook and goblin department in this enchanted region. Some said he was the ghost of a Hessian trooper whose head had been carried away by a cannonball during the Revolutionary War. And certain authentic historians stated that once each year, on All Hallows' Eve, the specter rode forth in quest of a head to replace the one he had lost true. Other authorities on the matter insisted that the horseman already had a head. A horrible, flaming thing which he carried before him on the pommel of his saddle. But there was one point upon which all agreed. The ghost did possess a saber. An enormous, gleaming weapon with which he strove mightily to decapitate every hapless victim who chanced to cross his path. Such was the gist of Brahm's dreadful tale, which he seemed to direct particularly to Ichabod Crane in which he summed up with this dire warning. Just gather round and I'll elucidate on what happens in Sleepy Hollow when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees, they get together for their nightly jamborees. There's things with horns and saucer eyes and some with fangs about this size. Some are fat and some are thin and some don't even wear their skin. I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight in Sleepy Hollow. On Halloween night So my friends, tonight take heed The headless horseman on his steed Rides the road through the hollow there He wants your head, look out, beware With a hip-hop and the clippity-clop He's out looking for a head to swap So don't try to figure out a plan You can't reason with a headless man It was the very witching hour of night when Ichabod, astride his sorry nag, entered the portals of the dreadful hollow. To keep up his flagging courage, the pedagogue began to whistle. When suddenly, there loomed up in the road before him a huge, misshapen, towering thing. Ichabod's hair rose in terror, his teeth chattered, his knees smote against the saddle. No! No, no, no! But yes, it was, a horseman, gigantic in height, muffled in a cloak, and horror upon horrors, the head that should have rested upon his shoulders was carried upon the pommel of his saddle. Transfixed with fear, Ichabod watched as the phantom drew from beneath his cloak a long, gleaming saber, and then the stroke missed by a hair's breadth, and with a shriek of fright, the worthy pedagogue was off as fast as his horse could carry him. But on the instant, with a scream of fiendish laughter, the demon took off in hot pursuit. Stretching his long, lank body over his horse's head, the schoolmaster strove to widen the gap. Come on, boy. Come on, horsey. Oh, horsey, please, come on. The ancient nag responded as best he could. But alas, it was all too evident that the demon was closing ground. <laughs> and then, and then a ray of hope for just ahead, the road crossed an ancient bridge that marked the limits of the hollow, beyond lay safety. For here, according to the legend, the specter's power must end. Horse. Oh, get up, get up, come on. And so with one last convulsive kicking about hurled his flying steed across the resounding planks. Safe upon the other side, he pulled his horse to a stop. Turned to watch his pursuer vanish according to the rule in a flash of fire and brimstone. But instead... He beheld the horseman rising in his stirrups, and from his outflung hand came hurtling straight toward Ichabod, the demon's awful grinning head. Ah! Next morning, the schoolmaster was nowhere to be found. There was only his hat lying in the dust by the old bridge, and close beside it, a shattered pumpkin. Curiously enough, the pumpkin had been carved in the semblance of a human face, a face which seemed to cause brown bones much merriment. Indeed, there were some who believed he knew far more about the incident than he cared to tell. Uh-huh. In any case, it was shortly thereafter that Brahm led the fair Katrina to the altar. Though rumors kept coming back that Ichabod was alive and married to a wealthy widow in a distant county, the good Dutch settlers scoffed at such nonsense, for they knew the schoolmaster had been spirited away by the headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow. And as the years passed by... The schoolhouse, deserted now, fell into decay. And oft times, on a still summer evening, the plowboy, loitering homeward, would fancy he heard a distant voice singing an old, familiar tune. Ichabod, that's his name. Ask him and he'll tell you the same. Funny man and funny name. Ichabod, Ichabod, Ichabod
0: Crane. Well, hope you enjoyed that. That was the great Bing Crosby telling and singing the story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow. A little special extra edition here of Sounds Like Radio. Hope you enjoyed it. A Halloween extra. Until next time then, friends, I am your humble host saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody.